whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Super grumpy. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And we, we are, are here, here to rant, rant and rave. rave. Jessica. Dana. Hi. Hi. I'm overcompensating for your, your grumpy feelings with my fake smile and <laughs> keeping myself incredibly busy so I don't have as much time to think about what I'm grumpy and angry about. You it's really healthy. It's really healthy and normal. <laughs> I'm drinking my coffee out of the coffee cup you gave me that says insert eye roll here yes very apropos for today love it with my 49 cent sugar-free vanilla skinny syrup mm-hmm. from ross yes indeed jessica how have you been you've been gone for a minute you were at a friend's wedding who we both adore very much yes it looked beautiful ah uh, what a magical weekend you guys i will tell you if you ever have the opportunity to go somewhere like this or someone has this kind of wedding do it if you have the means to get there my friend Nick, a friend of Dana and myself, who started Improv Utopia, the camp that I go to every year that Dana was one of our instructors for. It's in Cambria, and it is a spectacular property, and they rented the property for their wedding weekend. It's the most beautiful view on like a bluff over the ocean. But the uh, extra added layer was you were invited to stay at the camp. Now, that's not for everyone. But I also know some people went, oh, my God, if I knew it was this, I'm like, yeah, fool, what did you think we were going to be in sleeping bags with spiders on our face in a freaking outhouse? (laughs) They're like really nice cabins made with like the fallen timber from the area, like beautiful wood, solid as a rock bunk beds, not the janky ass metal ones that I slept on at sleepaway camp that if the person underneath you kicked, the thing went Yeah, no, these are big. Right? So, like, half the guests stayed at the camp, and the other half got hotels. And let me tell you, I shared a cabin with my husband and another mutual friend, Mr. John Crowley. And let me tell (laughs) you, they really broed out, and they really bonded, and they both not so lovingly referred to me, thanks to Crowley, as cabin mom because yeah i put the kibosh on some of their behavior a few times <laughs> he's like okay cabin mom i'm like cabin mom you ain't seen shit yet buddy also, pick up those crumbs i feel like it is my job to defend you in some way because i know how john crowley can get when mm-hmm. he's in party mode uh-huh and the next time Helen tells you that you're being loud i just want you to go mm? John Crowley. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I walked into the cabin. I had been down. They had a, a big, like, uh, why can't I think? Fire. I was like a fire pit. <laughs> There's a huge outdoor fire pit. Yes. Uh-huh. And so we were down there and 
I went up there and the two of them are up there giggling. And now they've moved on to the bullet whiskey or whatever the heck they brought up eating the snacks that I brought. Cause hello, I think. Yeah. And eating it like it's the last supper. And I was like, you're going to clean that up. You're going to lower your voices and I'm going to bed. <laughs> because I had to get up. I was in the wedding party. I had to get up and get hair and makeup done at the crack of dawn. Yes. Those two had the time of their lives together. Hilarious. It's oh almost like God. they got married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not joking. Um, yeah, it was lovely. I'm telling you, I was there. I drove back on a Monday night and literally the next day had to get back in my car and drive right back to the same effing place yeah. for a job. <laughs> like the irony is too great. But I will tell you this. I am literally obsessed with the central coast of California and I've been talking about it ad nauseum. And if I had the means to make a living, I would leave right now and move up there. That's how much I love it. Beautiful. It is quiet. It is beautiful. It is non-industrial farming. When you see cows, they are each on their own rolling hill going into the ocean. Yeah. Beautiful little tiny farms everywhere. A lot of the restaurants take the local farmer's produce, and that is what's in their restaurants. It's quiet. It's clean. It's relaxing. And yeah. people aren't aggressive. <laughs> I am really showing my age, but man, I'm telling you, you know, life can really wear you down in these last uh, couple of years. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to learn how to make jam and peddle it at local farmer's markets because that's about where I am with my life right now. Listen, I wouldn't stop you. I'd ask you if I could be your partner. Okay. Because you want to talk about aggressive. <laughs> I have become that aggressive person you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I... I often would say, there's a bit of a fire inside of me. Mm -hmm. I can fight back. I can sometimes be sassy. Mm -hmm. um, but right now, I feel like I exist on the verge of fury. Ooh. Most days. <laughs> yes. Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, my God. Dana Powell. It's crazy. I actually was talking to Dan Tipton about it, and he, he, I told you this in the green room dump. Mm -hmm. He was like, you know, honey, I think you're just getting tired and worn down because everything feels futile. Yes. You know, like some places you go, people give you a dirty look if you're wearing a mask, like you're a crazy person. Other places you go, you best not have that mask off or they're going to crucify you. Yes. Um, Get all your vaccines. I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, now we finally, most of us have gotten them and we're getting our next boosters and people are still catching COVID. It ain't gone. Mm -hmm. um, just want to send a shout out to the little puppy Patron who has found over 200 Russian missiles helping save the Ukrainians. Did you see that? Saying no, I did not. Adorable. I actually sent it to you uh, just right before we recorded and said we have to shout out Patron. It's a you dog that's been sniffing out bombs. Tiny little dog. So cute. Just a little like mutt. Yeah. So cute. Uh, they gave magical. him a medal of honor. Uh, and rightfully so. And like, I hope whatever kibble he desires for the rest I of his know. life. I love it. But like, you know, I've had to have discussions with my child of don't act like mommy does in traffic. <laughs> 
A guy got so mad at me the other day that he pulled in front of me and turned his windshield wipers on. Like, that was going to really upset me. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) He he sprayed his window with his windshield and he kept, like, I I go, okay, and threw my hands up and I got in the other lane. Not because he was squirting me, just because I wanted to go. Oh, my God. swerved over in front of me again and turned his wipers on again. And I go, oh, no. (laughs) He followed me from people who live here will get this, but he followed me from the 134 to the 405. No. (laughs) 134 onto the 101 onto the 405. Yeah. And I just kept I just kept going. What? I and I had already taken a picture and I held my phone up and I go, I took a picture of you. We're good. Go away. Because he could hear you saying all of that. Oh, he knew what I was saying. People always say that. But if you have ever had a discussion with me where I can use my, I have a putty face. You enunciate with your mouth. Very well. And I learned that from my mama because she could, she could paragraph scold me from across a room and I could understand every word that did not come from her mouth. That was just (laughs) mouthed. If you don't sit down right now, you are going to get it when we get home. I understood every word. (laughs) So I am now, I feel like a master at that. And also I have no poker face. Like you can just read everything I feel on my, on my face. Hilarious. Did I tell you that? Remember I told you I had coffee with a friend and he wanted to tell me that they were moving away mm -hmm. and that he texted me later. And and I was like, by the way, I I really am excited for you and your family. And he said, (laughs) uh, well, when I told you you're the first person I've told, I I certainly wasn't expecting the response I got. And I go, oh, God, what did my face just say? Like, what? No. Why? Immediately. (laughs) And he goes, basically, yes. I was expecting. He's like, I was expecting. Oh, my God. How exciting. Best of luck. I'm excited for you. But and he put in all caps, your eyes. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what? Neither of us have good poker face. You and I both don't mince our words. And you can see even sometimes if it is just our eyes, usually our whole face, how we feel about something. Instantly. Uh Uh-huh. Even though I'm an actress, I can act any way I want to feel. Yep. Not in real life, I can't. in real life, I have zero poker face. When I was in the Groundling Sunday Company, at the (laughs) end, they have this uh, ceremony when you're graduating, and they Mm -hmm. make you a video, and they're called the Pixies, and you hand out awards to each other. It's just a celebration, right? Sure. Uh, My senior, six, uh, my award was best poker face, but that was because everyone knew I had zero poker face. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, if Dana doesn't like a sketch, you see it instantly. (laughs) That is. I got that pal scowl. Perfect. (laughs) It actually leads me into my rant. Oh, go for it. If you would like to go ahead and move in. Before I start, I would like to shout out our listeners. We have gotten some gifts from people lately. You dear, dear, sweet people. Literally, it makes me cry. Yes. It makes me feel so special. And I am at a time where I really need that. Yes. But just to be thought of like that, 
thank you guys so much. We have the best listeners. We do. We do not take that for granted. Um, it was like Christmas in April because really Dana was. and I met. Yes. We met at the coffee shop where this podcast started, where we had our first meeting. That's, oh my God, you're right. Yes. Like yes. it really came full circle. And we not only got to gab and talk in person, but we uh, I got to give Dana all these lovely things that people have sent that I've been sitting on. Uh, sorry, guys. We just haven't seen each other. I know. You guys are wonderful. I will get thank yous out, I promise. Um, we got some Canadian treats. And oh, I will yeah. have you know that my men ate one of my bags of chips. Which one? The everything chips. Because oh, do you hear Dan- that, Jill Samborski? All dressed chips are making its way to the Missourians' taste buds. As my dad would say, them are good. Aren't they delicious? And why don't they exist in America? I don't know, but it's, it, it is a specific taste. It's like almost like a little barbecue, a little, yes. a little herbs and seasonings, which, I, which I, are different things. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Are you proud of me that I know herbs and seasonings? I do. I am. Um, I read an article. That's all. Um, <clears throat> anyway, wonderful gifts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will get thank yous out. It's so lovely. Speaking of that, before I get into my rant, would you like to tell people how to get? Yes, them? we're we're getting we're making progress for as wacky as we are. We are thinking on the same wavelength. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You can find us at The Rants and Raves Podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can send us an email directly to the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com or go to our website, hit the contact button, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Thank you. We appreciate you. And uh, if you're a new listener and would like to give us a rating or a review, you do not have to, but my goodness, is it appreciated? Helps us uh, stay up in the ranks of things that people might actually find now that there's 10 billion podcasts. With celebrities who don't actually have to do their own editing. Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, and also, yes, I do. I know that we have some new listeners, so please welcome. I hope you stick around. We have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been promising for weeks. I'm telling y'all, I've been in a funk. This angry Dana does not get shit done. So I owe you some videos. <laughs> but I did get the one video up. I do have one from Jay that's ready to go up. And Ooh. I'm working I'm working on one. Um, and we have seen an increase in our, mm-hmm. we have a few subscribers. We have some new listeners. Uh, so yep. thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. And our Indeed. new- our new YouTube community where you can see our crazy faces. Yes. And slowly but surely, we were, we're working on getting better equipment. <clears throat> I'm trying to get better at editing. <laughs> Jay's going to be like, you're talking on the show again about how we can see you, but we can't because you don't edit. <laughs> <laughs> I sat down to edit the other day, and the first thing that popped up was, there's no link Ray. for these. There's no link for these uh, files. And I just got tears in my eyes and closed my computer. Mm-hmm. So that's as far as I got that day with anything. I think I just got back into bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my rant is just more of um, 
<laughs> crazy Dana. But it also, I believe that this is what's making me crazy sure. on a small scale. Uh, so a friend of mine wanted to have outside dinner on Saturday mm -hmm. night because, you know, COVID is running around again out here. Mm -hmm. So I don't really go inside much right now, if at all, unless I have to. Um, but especially to eat because you have to take your mask off. And so we wanted to go to Ernie's. Now, anyone who lives here is probably familiar Ooh. with Ernie's. I've actually never been all these years, and it's right around the corner from me. I've never been. How is that possible? It is I a, know. It's a very divisive restaurant, I think, because it is like a Hollywood institution. Like, it's old. Mm -hmm. um, and it is my favorite kind of Mexican restaurant where it is a dank, dark, velvet yes. dungeon with red carpet and old dark wood panel yep. like um, uh, banisters and mm -hmm. stuff like just the kind of place i love to hide in Ooh, but like we're gonna have to go to ernie's for our next meeting. i can't believe i've never taken you there i take everybody there uh but some people don't like the food it's not like always quintessentially mexican but i love it <laughs> Um, what do you mean by not quintessentially Mexican? Do they that's have what people say like it's Americanized? Uh, okay, I can't. Uh, but anyway, I so is Chinese it. and Italian food that we eat in this country. They don't have sure. fettuccine Alfredo in Italy, and they don't have orange chicken in China. Newsflash. Yeah. Well, I Jerks. have one friend that says she got sick there. I've never gotten sick there in 22 mm. years, so I don't know. But if mm -hmm. I did get sick there, I probably wouldn't go back. <laughs> so I get it. Anyway, so she wanted to go there to eat outside. When we got there, they wouldn't take a reservation because there were only three of us. And then, so when we got there, uh, they were like, it's going to be like a 20-minute wait to eat outside. So I was like, okay, fine. So we're walking out, Jessica. <laughs> and we were in the in the restaurant lobby and we okay. were going to wait outside because it's a small little lobby and people are coming in and out. You got to sure. be out of the way. <clears throat> so we walk outside to or we're getting ready to walk outside to sit down. My friend Kristen Marie walks out first, then my friend Gracie walks out second. I am following them. We're a group, okay? And this woman kind of lightly bumps into me and wants to pass me to get out of the restaurant door first and i go uh, okay and i kind of like scooted and side looked her then the four other people she was with just walk right past me no nope. just blow right past me and i was already not having a great day i had a terrible week last week i will say that um I think Mother's Day probably affects me. Sure. I would say since my mom passed, I, I really don't love Mother's Day. Yep. <laughs> um, it just makes my heart heavy a little bit. Um, so anyway, I was going into that weekend. And my the date that my mom passed is also very soon. Mm -hmm. So it's like all kind of hits me at once. Whatever. Of course. So I've just been in kind of a funk. Not just that, but other life stuff as well. Overall, you guys, I am so lucky and so blessed and so happy and loved, and it, I'm going to be fine. But that just struck me. I just wanted to go out and have a relaxing yummies in my sweatshirt and mm -hmm. leggings, which is appropriate from there. A hundred percent. So guess what happens, Jessica? I have a feeling you... Uh 
decided to let them know how you felt about that. I sure did. Some, <laughs> something inside of me, some little rubber band holding the last vestals of normacy in public <laughs> together for me snapped real hard. Oh, Lordy. And I said, or sang rather, I wrote an impromptu song. Love it. Moment, very loudly. <laughs> Should I stand up and do it for Please. you? Please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's like the crane kick from Karate Kid. I took my whole body and I went like this. I am invisible. I guess I'm an invisible human. You can't see me because I'm invisible. And I yanked my knees up to my cheeks every time. Like as if the scarecrow had a stroke and lost all ability to control his arms. <laughs> Just singing at the top of my lungs. I guess I'm invisible. And so Did I walk they out. turn around? <laughs> I walk out behind the last guy who, by the way, was so in love with his hair that was longer than mine. And okay. Handle himself. Nope. His hair was parted down the middle. And it was past his butt. It was so long. I'm going to throw that, up. But it was that man hair where they don't know when to cut it so that <sighs> the ends don't look like little fuzzy threads. Ew. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, where it thins something. out and it's yes. like a weird like V pattern yes. breaking off. Yes. If you men... <sighs> Of a certain age who think it's making you look cool to have this long mm -hmm. hair, but really everyone's looking at you going, I see your midlife crisis. Okay? If you're going to have it, take care of it. Get yes. it cut. Keep it up. Don't let that frazzled. Yeah. Anyway, I just use some conditioner. Something. Because we could start a fire with that shit. Those are the kind of people that use an all-in-one. It's like good for shampoo, conditioner, and body wash. No, yeah, it, isn't. no it isn't. Those are three different products. Exactly. Oh, really? Can I also wash my eyeballs and uh, give myself an enema with it? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was probably just mad at this guy. I probably wouldn't have said anything about his firebrush hair mm -hmm. if he hadn't been so rude. But when I walked out, my friend Kristen Marie who is one of the most embarrassing humans on the face of the planet, by the way. She has zero filter. You think I don't have a filter? This woman really has no filter. And even she goes, Dana, that guy turned around and looked at you. And I turned back towards him and yelled down the sidewalk, good. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Oh, I'm getting pushed to the limit. God. No, I'm I I've never enjoyed it, but I have to say nowadays, it's like if you didn't learn some sort of grace and levity, is that even the right word for this during these times to be kinder, to be a little more patient and a little more understanding, then there's something wrong with you. And I won't tolerate it either. I've had it. Yeah. I'm tired of people. It doesn't apply to me. I'm entitled or yes. I'm just going to push on through. No one's going to say anything. No the one's amount gonna of say times, anything. Yeah. The amount of times recently where I've been standing in line and someone's walked up and of course it's my instinct to immediately. And I was always like this, be like, excuse me, there's a line. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I try to check myself. I'm like, Jessica, 
take it down a yeah. few notches and wait. Maybe they're just looking. Maybe they can't see. The, but then when they just stand there, I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not we're not playing this game anymore. But I also love the rare occasion when somebody then plays dumb and goes, oh, I, I didn't know. It's like, yeah, you didn't see the 10 people <laughs> right, all standing right. here giving people space, not crowding the person at the register because it's rude in general. But again, pandemic. Uh, get your ass to the back of the line. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've had people always try to do that. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I and didn't You can know. always tell. There are sometimes a few people who you're like, oh, I think they really didn't notice. They're mortified. They're mortified and they go absolutely go to the back instantly. They're like, mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. But then the ones that are like, oh, I don't know. And you can clearly tell they did. I'm the person that go, oh, you didn't. Mm, right. Glad we were here. <laughs> Some of them also try to then play it off like, well, I'm already here, so I'll just go next. Yeah, no. Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Unreal. Anyway, that is a very super long version of Dana acted like a crazy. I love it. Wild scarecrow screaming. I guess I'm invisible in public. Mm -hmm. Also, we always say we're preaching to the choir with our listeners. And the off chance that someone doesn't know this, which I doubt is possible with our crew, but all you got to do, and I do it on a daily basis, is say, Excuse me, have you already ordered? Or, Excuse yeah. me, are you in line? Yeah. They can either say yes, and then I march my ass back there, or I say, Oh, great. And I walk up to the counter. There's, well, there's two like, options and in two this ways scenario, to play. Literally, we're all in front of the door. You see me with these women. Yes. You had to get between me and my other two girls. Yep. Four of you had to get out that fast. Because when you walked out the door, you didn't break into a run. Okay. You were on your way to a medical emergency. Uh-huh. Had to yeah. get in front. Yeah. Had to get in front of me. What did you think? I was just standing in the doorway for a breeze. Because I looked pretty in the sunlight. No, you fuckers! I'm walking out! That's why my legs are moving! Right? Or if they ever respond, they're like, we're together. It's like, so are we. I was with those people you cut me off from. <laughs> I can't stand it. I just was like, and it was the girl that led the charge. That's mm -hmm. what made me even matter. Yep. I'm like, we women gotta stick together right now. Uh-huh. I agree. <laughs> well, okay. Dana. I just have to I just need to stop talking. I'm just ruining everybody's day. Just be glad you're not me, y'all. Just be glad you don't live in this brain. <laughs> and I hope everyone had a wonderful Mother's Day. There, I'll end on that. <laughs> well, you're not going to be happy with this one because I think you are going to be as revolted as I am. Okay. I don't know if you're as sensitive to smell as I am, but I have the scent of a bloodhound. Okay. And I can smell literally any and everything from a mile away. That's how my mom was. So much to a detriment. And if it's an unpleasant smell, I do dry heave. It's a yeah. real bone of contention with my husband and I because Alan always gets angry, rolls his eyes, or says enough, or you're exaggerating, or all of the above. Okay. I am not exaggerating. I'm not doing it for effect. If I go, that's me just making a noise, making a joke with a friend. But if you hear it, it's real. I can't yeah. fake a dry heave. Okay? Yeah. Y'all, yeah. I needed to get my horned owl 
taken care of. Okay. My eyebrows okay. that uh-huh. have not been touched once during the uh-huh. pandemic. Did you and get, what do you call it? The full, the full. Well, I wish I got the Wolfman special. It was not <laughs> the time or the place. Oh, okay. But I really need to do that. But I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna have to just save up and go to like a legit esthetician. When I say legit, I mean like there's a certain person on the other side of town that I love who does amazing work and I'm just going to have her do the full Monty. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, the full Monty. Well, not really. I mean, those days get, I think have that ship has sailed. You can get that Brazilian all the way up. your crack. crack. Girl, I used to get literally from my below my nose down to my toes, the full Monty. I'm talking armpits and everything. Oh, that sounds so painful. It's the most excruciating. Let me tell you something right now. If you want to know the most painful part of your body to wax, you go get your armpits waxed. It is like pulling metal cables through a tiny sieve. Oh, God. Oh, God. I can feel it just thinking about it. Well, I no. I mean, I only have like blonde wispies anyway, thank God. I know. I think I I would rather be like Harry and the Hendersons Harry before I go (laughs) through that. So here's part of the problem. A lot of my hair is blonde, but a lot of it is not. But because it's blonde, like I'll look in the mirror and be like, I'm good. And then I will get in my car and there is one lone whisker that literally has been growing. How many curls? You just as did long, five curls with yeah, your finger. <laughs> it's been going as long as Rip Van Winkle's been sleeping. And I'm like, dear God, <laughs> I just saw so-and-so and we were outside. I know he saw it. I'm, I'm This is embarrassed with female friends too, but I'm like. <laughs> Y'all, my eyebrows were so off the charts i don't have big eyebrows to begin with they're very thin they always have been i also have an area where the hair won't grow yeah me running into a fireplace when i was five years old it took a chunk out and that hair never grew back okay but i don't even pencil it in i just say get rid of everything under here and everything under here and clean me up we're good um so i was like freaking and it was the day before i left for the wedding i'm like i don't have time and the places that just do brows which have popped up in la Mm -hmm. didn't have appointments and i'm like i can't i'm walking by sephora and i'm like what the and it says we do eyebrow waxing i'm like if they can do it i sold wow okay i Uh went in i thought it was good uh, it was going to be a good choice. Okay, first of all, God bless. But the amount of time it took to get me registered and in the system, you would have thought that I was bungee jumping off of the Arroyo in Pasadena or something and <laughs> signing my life rights over. The stuff I had to read and sign as a waiver should have been my clue that I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go. Also, the girl who did my thing her name was candy and she said i'm candy the cosmo and she kept saying that i was already annoyed and didn't find it cute or funny i'm like lady i need to get my eyebrows done and i need to get out yeah okay um okay we'll start with the hilarity of she drew eyebrows on me drew them on again i went in for a waxing Uh that looked like martin scorsese on a good day Okay. 
and she turned me around and I literally went, Oh God. <laughs> she goes, no, 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 don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I like to draw them out and then take away. And I'm like trying to think how is adding more girth and volume to something helping you see how it's going to look once you start waxing. None of it made sense. Again, I am great at having an answer or a retort after the fact. I am a freaking deer in headlights in most situations when something is happening to me. Right. If it happened to you and I was standing there, I would have been like, oh, no, 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 no. Wipe right. that shit off yeah. and just take a little off the top. Yeah. I just thought, okay, this is going to be fine. She's a professional. She's a professional. Well, you guys, we are getting to the crux of this rant. Uh-oh. Not only was it not good, and I also got them done at my nail salon, actually, I realized about six weeks ago, awful as well. Just go to a professional, you guys. Okay. Um, this woman's breath oh. melted my face off like that character that you went as in Groundlings that I literally pissed myself when I saw. Toke. <laughs> The guy who gets the emblem from the Ark yes. emblazoned yes, into from his hand. Raiders of the Lost Ark, yes. That's what happened to my face when she started talking. <laughs> and was, you guys, I literally was like, <clears throat> oh, she's no. like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm trying not to sneeze. That's I was what trying, I was trying not to throw up. That is so weird, Jessica, because usually... Hair and makeup people are ultra, ultra concerned about that for you uh, and for them. Yes. You need to get some Altoids. Yes. Okay. Most hair and makeup people carry them with them in their kit. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, girl, your name's Candy and you've never heard of a pastille. You might think of trying one at Lolly and Pops a few doors down. I don't have any idea anything you just said. A pastille. It's like a French lozenge that's like violet or limon. I thought it was a paint. <laughs> a pastille paint. The worst breath ever. Oh, By the time no. I was out of there, I was drenched in sweat. Because there's so, so in your face getting your eyebrows. Like this. There we go. Ooh, that was a good one. Cosmo candy. <laughs> candy the Cosmo. <laughs> just pressing with that the breath that's it, a, that shoots the breath out it was so absolutely horrific also i'm super sensitive i have the most sensitive skin so i'm red and i flare up yeah me over too. anything you right touch me with your pointer finger and i'll turn red yes yeah <laughs> If you saw how I looked the rest of the time that I was in the mall looking for shoes, which I unsuccessfully did not find. Oh, no. I know people were looking at me because I saw them looking at me. Mm -hmm. I literally looked like a lunatic and was red, like, from here to here. Okay? Oh, my God. I can still taste her breath. Stop it! You're going to make me dry heat. It's so nasty. So, P.S., if you're going in for a service, brush your damn teeth, pop an Altoid, yeah. chew some gum. Not watermelon, my favorite, but some mint that's going to be spicy enough to make you sweat. And if you're the esthetician or Cosmo, you best be doing the same. 
They both got so furious over human people. (laughs) (laughs) I just, you and I both just talked shit about so many humans, and I was like, but shout out to the dog in Ukraine. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is ridiculous. I mean, I carry quips in my car. Do you know what those are? No. They're disposable toothbrushes. And in the center of it is a little blue pocket that you crunch. And that's toothpaste. No way. And then it's a little bristle brush. And then the other end of it is a pick, like a toothpick, so you can get in between. And a makeup artist is the one that told me about them. And I carry them in my car, and I carry them to every job. Look at my face. Yeah. I need those. I carry them in my car. Because guess what? I... Coffee is like one of the yes. worst offenders and gets yes. real nasty. And I drink a lot of coffee. And I'm telling you, I'm mortified. Thank God somebody had a mint when I got my makeup done for the wedding. I'm like, oh, God. The lady yes. said, what? I'm like, I didn't brush my teeth after I had coffee and my breath is nasty. That's the same way when you, you know this, when you work, the first thing they do when you get that, you get coffee, you get your breath, whatever. Uh-huh. And then you go straight to hair and makeup with your coffee. And yes. you're like, oh, my God, I have dragon breath. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that they know it too. That's why they carry it in their kids. Because mm-hmm. they don't want your they don't want your mouth nasty. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm gonna hold my nose when we take a cleansing breath. Oh my god. <laughs> Sephora. Remember a couple of weeks ago I complained about Sephora too. Yeah, I also don't want their supply like i looked around i mean shame on me but i looked and i'm like you know this should be immaculate and i don't think it's immaculate oh well i'm here yeah and then after the fact i'm like oh like i'm very particular about that stuff because my friend who is an incredible incredible esthetician and she is like the brow goddess of los angeles Again, I wish she was not on the other side of town that requires me to cross a mountain range. Well, I was going to bring this up, Jessica, because I think I I know I do this. So Mm -hmm. this is not an admonition of any sort. Sure. But why do we as women full well? I mean, when did you get that invitation? We've known for a year that that Nick was going to get married. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So right before you left, how come? Right. You couldn't get an appointment because you waited too long. And then you were running through the mall looking for shoes with redhead. Uh Now, I'm the same woman. Why do we do that to ourselves? (laughs) Why do we do that? It's like, yes, I had a busy week, but it's like I had weeks beforehand where I could have been like, you know what, I need to spend a couple of hours today and this week I'll get shoes. And then I'll go, I'll make my appointment for then to go. Yep. I know, Jessica, but I, I, like I said, this is, I'm not admonishing you because I know we're exactly the, same. the same. It's like, I'm going to knock it all out. I'm going out. I'm getting all five things done today. Right Three now. hours before I leave town. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh my God. I am the girl who will be in the car polishing her nails and praying to God she doesn't hit the seatbelt on the way out the car. Right? Not driving. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and then, of course, Dan and Henry are like, oh, it stinks. They're not wrong. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I don't know. Well, to end this rant, my PSA about Your eyebrows acting, look great. Ah, thanks. <laughs> they're not great. I also asked her to please cut them the length because they were like Andy Rooney level. I'm like, they're too long. 
-hmm. Like when I wake up, they're actually forming a horned owl. I'm not kidding. (laughs) Donald Sutherland taught me this. She goes, you need to pay attention anywhere that you go for waxing and they should never. And I mean, never double dip the sticks. Every time a stick goes in, like the tongue depressor kind of thing they put in needs to be a new one. And she goes, touched your skin, right? But so many places don't do that. And she gave me the whole picture. And then I realized if they don't, they could have just been given somebody a waxing at pink cheeks. And now you've got a dirty Sanchez when they're waxing your mustache with that wax. Jessica, yeah, you heard me. Dirty Sanchez. What are we, South Park now? I know that is unacceptable, y'all. But it is disgusting. I am tired of people's filthy behaviors. I'm not judging you. I'm a full-blown crazy person. (laughs) Also, I am horrified because there are a lot of people that I respect that just heard us say that or heard me. Dana was not part of that filth. And I am sorry, but I'm not going to explain it. If you choose, you may Google what that means. And we're just going to leave it at that. Yeah, I think we need not explain it. And if you don't know what it means, just maybe don't Google it. Maybe just be blissfully ignorant the rest of your life. (laughs) Y'all, we have really taken flight off the rails and into the stars. Let's get a cleansing breath with some. uh... Yeah, yeah. We like to take a cleansing breath at this point in our show, if you're new around here. You know, we like to rant out the things that it's like I said somewhere in my rant i know that these aren't the worst things happening in the world oh show mm-hmm. but it is good to have a sense of normalcy yes. be able to get these frustrations out because if we bottle them up too much i mean if this is me unbottling and dealing with what i'm, I'm going on in this crazy mm-hmm. head and this is how i do it to sing a song about how i'm invisible in public <laughs> restaurant foyer uh imagine what would happen if i didn't write it out <laughs> A lot. So we take your rants too. Please feel free to to send in your rants. Um, we get it all out. We take a cleansing breath, mm-hmm. blow out all that bad, fill up with goodness for the rest of the show. I would suggest if you have the chance, feel free to scream it out. Indeed. Yes. yes. Um, if you cannot, at least take this breath. There's science behind it. I promise it. You'll feel better. Okay, (laughs) you ready? I'm ready. Take a deep breath in. And. Oh, that was nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very Mm -hmm. nice. Thank you. Okay, are we ready to move on? I almost took a nap. (laughs) Let's do it. You're up first for corners. All righty. My corner is. A what the what when a family activity goes way too far, pun intended. This is a weird one. This is a okay. This is from people.com, y'all. This is written by Maria Pasquini. What a cute name. Parents address backlash. Now, if you're wondering why they got backlash after completing a full marathon with their six year old son. Nope. In a lengthy post addressing the controversy, parents Ben and Cammie Crawford responded to claims that they were 
irresponsible and even abusive. You don't say. A mother and father came under fire this week after running a marathon with their entire family of eight, ugh, including their six-year-old son. Now they're addressing the backlash. On Sunday, Rainier Crawford joined his parents and five older siblings to participate in the Flying Pig Marathon in Cincinnati. The race, which took him eight hours and 35 minutes to complete, was not without its challenges. And Father Ben Crawford wrote on Instagram that Rainier was struggling physically and wanted to take a break and sit every three minutes because he's six. When they Uh, got to mile 20 to find there were no more snacks, Rainier was crying and moving slow, but the promise of getting him two sleeves of Pringles afterwards helped him cross the finish line, his father said. Now, I'm looking at this baby, and they bought him a whole pack of snack stacks, 27 cups. Of, of Pringles here. No. Nope, not worth it. The family's post sparked a backlash with several social media users accusing the family of child abuse and making the child run for Instagram likes. Eek. A number of professional runners expressed concern as well. Quote, I don't know who needs to hear this, but a six-year-old cannot fathom what a marathon will do to them physically. Olympic runner Kara Goucher wrote on Twitter. Okay. A six-year-old who is struggling physically does not realize they have the right to stop and they should. I'm not questioning motivation or saying it is bad parenting, but as an Olympic athlete, I promise you this is not good for the child. (laughs) Yeah, no way. In a separate post, Australia... Their bodies aren't even developed enough to do something like that. Lord, no. Grown-ass adults who run marathons uh, okay. literally have to crawl across the finish line sometimes because they're shitting themselves. Yes. There's diarrhea, poop, running down their legs yep. because their body has been pushed to the limit. Or their feet are bleeding. Yes. Like bleeding. Yes. In a separate post, Australian Olympic marathon runner Lee Troop, who also called out the marathon itself for allowing the six-year-old to run, wrote, everything about this is wrong. Mm-hmm. ABC News medical correspondent Dr. Alok Patel shared additional concerns with Good Morning America. Quote, if a young child were to run a marathon, I'm worried about electrolyte abnormalities, nausea, vomiting, heat stroke, all these signs and symptoms that may not be that clear in a young child, Patel said. Mm -hmm. In a lengthy post addressing the controversy, parents Ben and Cammy Crawford hit back at allegations that Uh they were irresponsible and even abusive. We have never forced any of our children to run a marathon, and we cannot even imagine that as feasibly, as feasible practically or emotionally. Mm-mm. What are they saying? We cannot even imagine that as feasible practically or emotionally. They don't even know how to speak. Okay. <laughs> this year, after begging to join us, we allowed our six-year-old to train and oh, attempt it. That six-year-old doesn't understand what they're getting into. Yeah, he begged, right. He begged. And and wasn't that what he was doing during the run when he wanted to stop? Listen, there's a lot of things I begged my parents for. You know what I got told for a lot of them? No. Exactly. <laughs> and You're not old is, enough. Exactly. You just sit him down and say, baby, this is not good for your body. You're not, your body is not developed enough yet to handle this. And by the way, there's a woman in existence who's a full grown adult named Dana Powell, whose body can't handle that either. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. It's ridiculous. Um, 
We asked him numerous times if he wanted to stop, and he was very clear that his preference was to continue. We did not see any sign of heat exhaustion or dehydration and honored his request to keep on going. Well, that's not what the article said earlier on when they quoted you as saying that he was getting hungry and asking to stop. Right. Oh, he looked so sad. They took a selfie with him at the end, and he's like sad and has this sad little broken thumbs up. The boys' parents who have a YouTube channel, all mm-hmm. right, and there it is. Mm-hmm. The boys' parents who have a YouTube channel with over exploitation, 46, exactly, over forty-six thousand subscribers went on to deny forcing our kids to run for the clicks or the money. Baloney! I don't believe you. Okay. Our videos make on average ten to thirty dollars a day. It barely pays for the equipment. They wrote, "We go to great lengths to pray." prioritize our kids' health and experience of the day over sharing it to anyone else. Mm, I doubt that. Not if you have 46,000 subscribers. You're making a lot of content because you're probably monet. If you, you're making 10 to $30 a day on your videos, that means if that's you're all you're making with 46,000 subscribers, maybe you need to get into a different line of work. But that's the thing. It is hard to make money. Every The reason that these content creators, nobody's taking away from them that they're working hard. These people are putting out three and four things a day and editing it and trying to make it interesting and creative. Uh, If you are monetized, you have put in a lot of time Mm -hmm. and effort. I have a friend who just got monetized. You have to have something like something crazy, like 50,000, over 50,000 view hours. Wow. Anyway, if you're putting that much time into your YouTube, you're probably not going to convince me that your kids are the priority. (laughs) Uh, As for what happened on Marathon Day, the family wrote, you cannot bribe a child to train hundreds of hours and run 26 miles through the heat for a can of Pringles. Yeah, he didn't want to do it once he realized what was happening. Okay. Yes, negotiation and incentivization are parenting methods we use, but these are used sparingly with care, they continue. Our parenting methods are unconventional. You don't say. But we do not think accusations or arguments with incorrect facts are helpful. Nobody's trying to help you guys. They want to help your kids. Right. We're thankful to those who supported us on race day. It was an incredible experience and we cannot wait to share more. In response to a comment about how Rainier was doing, his family shared that the child was feeling great and had expressed interest in running a half marathon in the future. Amid the backlash, marathon organizers also released a statement explaining why they made an exception to allow the child to race. This decision was not made lightly, wrote Iris Simpson Bush, president and CEO of the marathon's parent organization, Pig Works. The father was determined to do the race with his young child regardless. What? It's your race. You just say nah. Exactly. The intent was to try to offer protection and support if they were on our course. Medical fluid and replenishment, Bush continued. I assume full responsibility for the decision and accept that it was not the best course of action. Our requirement of 18 plus for participation in the marathon will be strictly observed moving forward. You have to be 18 and you allowed a Mm six-year-old. And however old their other children, five children were. Honestly, that person who makes that decision and regulates that... They should be in trouble. I I don't know what the proper punishment is, but that's not okay. No, 
Speaking with Good Morning America on Friday, Rainier's dad said the fact that his son was able to finish the race was, quote, pretty mind-blowing. Yes, because his body's not made for it. But then you're going to turn around and say he wanted to do that? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. And you put your children first? Sometimes a parent says no. Exactly. We really care about our kids' emotional and physical health, added the boy's mom, but we also care about their agency. And if they want to do something, we, you know, assess the risks and figure out if it's okay. Well, maybe the rules of the marathon saying you have to be 18 to run it should have been your assessment. Okay. I'm sorry, but that is just the dumbest thing. It really is. I mean, when you see people, grown adults who have been training for marathons, that can't walk, their legs are jelly, and there's feces running down their legs. And you're going to tell me that you're super, what is, what are you, the Incredibles? <laughs> Your six-year-old is dash incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. That's insanity. <laughs> shame really on is. them. Shame, you're know. right. Shame on the parents and shame on the uh, organizer. Event. The race organizer, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boo. Boo who? Nope. I just feel like I've been raging all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the something that is no nothing short of an oh wow. Corbin. Oh boy, oh boy. This was sent in to us from our friend Sarah, who is also a listener, and this is Mind-blowing. And let me tell you, I've always been a thrifter and a picker. Me too. And I'm going to have my eyes peeled extra hard these days. Because if you guys didn't hear, before I tell you about this rant, I mean, whoa. Whoa. Freudian slip. Before I tell you about this corner, did you hear that somebody bought a snub-nosed Grecian marble? Yes. Was it Roman? I thought it was from the Roman Empire, but you could be right. It could Let's split the difference and say Greco-Roman marble. <laughs> yes. That they Y'all, found at a garage sale for 30 bucks. Was that what it was? It was at a Goodwill. They oh, purchased yeah. it for $34. Yeah. And it has now been uh, determined that it is from the first century A.D. Insane. They said they think a soldier brought it home during World War II. It's insanity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I always roll my eyes because I'm sorry. My mom like is obsessed with Antiques Roadshow to the point where she's like, you need to look into that picture I gave you from Grandma Celia that has a chip (laughs) on the handle because I think that is worth something. I'm like, mom, (laughs) stop it. Well, you know what the funny thing is? I have a lot of things that I just decided. Oh, I bet that's worth something. Mm-hmm. And I will mm-hmm. never get rid of it. That's my problem. I'm I think that's called a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna love this. This is again, I mean, I hate Goodwill and I do not shop there and I do not donate there. But uh I might now that I see this. I just know. kidding. But this is also from a Goodwill. A college student bought a ten dollar ashtray. At Goodwill. I remember those days. I loved buying old ashtrays at thrift stores. I wouldn't pay $10 for it. When I go to the thrift store, I'm looking between 3 and $5. Dollars. Yes. And that's California rates. Right. <laughs> this is brought to us from Artnet News. 
Annie Armstrong is the author of the article. Thank you, Annie. College student bought a $10 ashtray at a Goodwill. Turns out it's a Yoshitomo Nara. Yoshitomo Nara. And he flipped it for a 30,000% profit. <gasps> 30,000%? Terrell Brown, a 22-year-old student at Wheaton College, hit the jackpot. Yoshitomo Nara, the Japanese artist whose market rise has sent shockwaves through the art market in the past several years, has become equally sought after by a whole different type of art buyer. Vintage shoppers on TikTok. In the art world, the 62-year-old Japanese artist may be best known for his meteoric market rise. His impish subjects have been shown at blue-chip spaces like Pace, Bloom, and Poe, and Marianne Bosky. In 2019, his knife behind back set an auction record for his work at Sotheby's Hong Kong when it brought a whopping 195.7 HKD or about 25 million. Oh my God. Owning a Nara work, in other words, is like hitting the jackpot, which is exactly how Terrell Brown, a 22-year-old student at Wheaton College in Illinois, felt when he spotted something special at his local Goodwill. I was just out hitting the thrifts looking for stuff to add to my rotation, he told Artnet News. As an avid vintage buyer who recently opened his own shop via TikTok, Brown is mostly into clothing. But in a glass cabinet behind lock and key, he spied a familiar figure of an indignant-looking girl puffing a cigarette on an ashtray. Turns out, this was an original Nara piece entitled Too Young to Die from 2002. Brown snagged it for a cool 10 bucks. I was shaking with excitement because I knew the potential of it. I hopped in the car and started looking at eBay prices, and I was like, this is unreal. It's like it's an industry plant, Brown adding, joking that it was almost like a guerrilla marketing scheme cooked up by Nara's studio. After God, authenticating that would actually be brilliant, wouldn't it? <laughs> right? <laughs> After authenticating the piece by matching it with other ashtrays made by Nara at the time, a process made simple by the fact that the ashtray was in its original packaging, allowing Brown to match it to other ashtrays that have been sold online, Brown wound up cashing in at almost 30 thousand percent gain selling the ashtray for two thousand eight hundred and sixty dollars on ebay wow. this isn't a one-off success story either brown said several people on tiktok across the country found the exact same ashtray he did some like other thrifters in los angeles and another tiktok account holder in phoenix opted to hold on to their pieces instead of selling perhaps that's for the best as the same ashtrays are currently listed online for as cheap as $113. Oh, because people went out and found them. Mm -hmm. While Nara's presence on the fine art stage may make thrift store flips like Brown's look like chump change, one thing is certain. The Nara market is hot and not one to be underestimated. $10 and sold it for $2,680. Give it to me, please. That's amazing. How do you do, how do you open a store on I, I don't know. You must have like an Etsy or something and promote it on TikTok. I, but must. like, I, I don't, I like to antique shop. You know that. I love right? thrift store shopping, antique Totes. malls, all that kind of stuff. I think it, it, that was a big deal where I came from. Absolutely. Um, In Missouri. But uh, 
I, I don't look for that kind of stuff online because you don't know what you're getting. Of course. And also, if you ever have spent time really trying to get to the bottom of what you should pay for something or what you could or should sell it for, sometimes the gamut is giant. It's like, okay, so one guy is selling this figurine for a hundred bucks, and I just found six others on eBay for five ninety nine. Yeah. All the same thing, same period. You know what I mean? So right. It's all relative, I guess, but yeah, it's very odd. And I never understand the giant discrepancy. Now I understand if something's in mint condition or a first edition and things like that. But when 20 other people on eBay have the same Pyrex bowls, your grandma didn't want anymore. Most likely other people don't either. Uh, yeah. Okay. Except for probably me. Oh, Lordy. All righty. All right. Let's get to some happiness, y'all. Let's get some raves up in here. Oh, yeah. Some raves. Some happy. Here we go. Okay. I'm up first. My rave this week is something called Slow Stir Foods. Uh, You can find their website at slowstirfoods.com. Uh, This is low and no sugar added sugar seasonal preserves and nut butters. Uh, (laughs) I don't know why I just giggled at that. No, I always do. I don't like nut butter or nut milk or nut meats, which are the (laughs) shelled nuts. I feel so stupid. I know. It's very I uncontrollably giggled. (laughs) Nut meats. Nut butter. Should we edit this? I can't get myself back. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is actually a really great organization because you can shop for Ukraine. This is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you a little bit about them. Again, you can find them at slowstirfoods.com. You can do monthly subscriptions, gift cards, whatever you want. Let me read you a little bit about it. Live seasonally, eat seasonally. I launched Slow Stir Foods with the simple idea of offering my best shelf-stable artisanal products by transforming seasonal, sustainably grown, and certified organic ingredients into low-sugar condiments. Mm. Love that. I'm just going to skip down and say, Catherine, who runs the organization, says, I put a lot of heart and careful thought into every item I produce. I hope you all enjoy that Slow Stir Foods has to offer what they have to offer and find a moment to share the experience with others. Now, I know that they're doing a a Ukraine thing Mm -hmm. and I cannot find any information on their website about it, Jessica. Okay. So what is so special about slow stir foods at the moment is that your purchase matters. They say from now until July 31st, 2022 proceeds from the sales of select slow with stir food preserves and nut butters will be donated to at care org for the ukraine humanitarian crisis fund as millions of ukrainians reach for the borders one initiative is the streamlined distribution of cash cards to refugees who are traveling great distances by foot and traveling light is crucial 90 percent from every dollar of care uses for this program is given directly to refugees Plus, there is currently a 3x march on all donations to CARE. 
Look for slow stir food products featuring three times match. Three times. I'm sorry. It's it's worded so horribly, you guys. Well, if you saw what also, she's reading, it's just not typed well. The end of every sentence, there's a word split up, but there's it's no hyphen. Off. Yeah. So I, I don't know what happened. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They're doing a wonderful thing. Uh, plus, there's currently a three times match on all donations to care. Look for slow stir food products featuring a blue and yellow heart and make these jars of joy a part of your Mother's Day. Father's Day, Independence Day, and birthday celebrations this spring and summer. Blueberry preserve, raspberry preserve, almond butter, pistachio butter. Shop online at slowstirfoods.com. Um, we'll put all this information. It's, I'm clearly not doing a good job at no, it's... deciphering all of this. Let's see. Um, the Ukraine Crisis Fund aims to reach 4 million people with emergency... Uh, emergency assistance their priority is to meet the immediate needs of those affected through the distribution of critical food and water supplies as well as hygiene kits cash assistance and psychosocial support sorry that was on a different line too uh long-term plans include an anticipated three-year response in poland and neighboring countries to support refugees and displaced families as they rebuild their lives Please visit at care.org to learn about their mission and their daily global impact. So that's really wonderful. I'm sorry that I butchered that. Um, it is a little bit difficult to find on their website. So you may want to visit their Instagram page first. Mm -hmm. um, uh, is this is this information from their Instagram? That it you is at okay. Slow Stir Foods. And what I read is a little difficult to read. Uh, you might just want to go to. Uh, their website and, and check it out where you can because it's really amazing what they're doing uh, mm -hmm. in partnering with CARE for Ukraine. So that's lovely. Thank you so much for sharing that, Jessica. Absolutely. We love all of these things that are supporting. <clears throat> Absolutely, which is why I wanted to thank Patron, the doggy. Yes. All right. Another food-related rave for this nice. week. Now, Dana, yeah. if I have not already told you about this place, mm -hmm. um, have you been to Donut Friend? Donut Friend. You know, there's so many places here in L.A. that everybody says is the donut place. Uh -huh. And I've been to a bunch of them, but I don't know that I've been to Donut Friend. Okay. Well, you're, that's going to need to change. And okay. you will light up Henry's life by taking him there because... Mm -hmm the selection is just like it's almost overwhelming because you don't know what to pick you're like what right. um donut friend is outstanding the original location is in highland park oh. also it's back and we should go sometime there is a phenomenal vegan like street food fest or whatever that they have once a week in north hollywood oh my god is the um is the trash sandwich uh, truck there where it's Ooh, all like know. garbage food that you want, like fried mozzarella and stuff, but it's a vegan truck. Uh, no, but I, I want to try that. it so bad. I want to oh, try it so bad. Yeah. yeah. So one day, you know, I love to be right. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> one of my coworkers, a dear friend of ours from, uh, Improv Olympic, Mr. Tony Llewellyn goes, Hey Jess, you know, that donut place you suggested to me, I, I saw they, uh, they have one open just down the way. And I'm like, 
no, they don't, Tony. And he goes, I, I swear to God, donut friend. I'm like, yeah. He goes, they're literally down the street. I just drove by and I was like, Tony, I'm not trying to be rude, man, but you have the wrong name. Maybe <laughs> it sounds like it. It's not donut friend. Why were well, you so adamant? Because it was just like the street he was talking about. I'm like, they didn't open up on that street and they didn't open up in the valley. I would have known about it. And I was wrong. Okay. <laughs> Came back to work eating my hat the next day. Oh, Sorry. you should have been eating a donut. Sorry, Tony. Um, what it was, was they had done their little pop-up tent because they were part of the vegan street. I think it's called vegan street food or something. It's like Amazing. 20 food trucks once a week. All in the same place. In it's like, North Hollywood? In, yes. And like a production studio that you would never know is a production studio, like post-production. And it like, was in like their side parking lot. Oh, so it's not like Magnolia Park or anything. No, it's not wow. an area you would have. Ne- That's why I'm like, there ain't no donut friend. <laughs> also, their donuts are so good that I'm telling you, if you had me sign my life away to swear that they weren't vegan, I would sign my life away. So much so that I got indignant with the worker. And I said, vegan? Yeah, right. I'm like, which one of your donuts is vegan? And he goes, "Um, all of them? I go, oh, right. And your bacon donut too? He goes, "Um, it's vegan bacon made from coconut. And I was like, okay. Just going to step back about 10 spaces. You're like, really? You don't know anything. You just work here. (laughs) You guys. (laughs) Dana, when you try these donuts, you are going to also want to burn the place down because you're going to insist that they're not vegan. They taste like they're fried in lard. They are so good and insane. Like, I can't say enough. I had one yesterday. I'm sorry. They split it in the middle. It was a glazed donut coated in chocolate. And what was on the inside? Oh, I'm sorry. Speculoos, the cookie butter. Oh, yes. Y'all, it's a game changer. Okay. So I love Donut Friend. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Is your rave? legitimately just about donuts because i'm fine with it to be honest i think it's good to celebrate you anything. see i need this lady to pull me in with a, <laughs> with a cane she is not wrong i am raving about the beauty and magic of donut friend and their vegan donuts they're unbelievably i good love it vegan donuts there's plenty of delicious vegan food i've not and- had any vegan donuts though well, once you try these again, you're going to be like, I'm sorry, what? Wow. So they opened a new location downtown. I literally ran across the streets. I'm like, I cannot believe there's a donut frontier. And I hadn't been downtown in forever. Yeah. So they have something that is done for the month of May. And of course, <laughs> look at me, Butterfingers. Just can't seem to pull anything up proper. Donut hashtag donut funds, F U N D S. Our donut funds program donates 50% of the proceeds from our hashtag compassion fruit donut. I love that. Aww. Compassion fruit. I love that. To a different cause or charity each month. Okay. So I already love it. Yeah. They do this every month. 
Um, since its inception in 2017, we have raised over $150,000 for various organizations that directly and indirectly benefit the communities in which we serve. Wow. So again, I guess they pick a specific donut. Maybe it's always the compassion fruit, but at least I know for this month of May it is. And this month they're giving it to an organization I've never heard of called etmla.org, Education Through Music Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. ETMALA partners with under-resourced schools to provide music as a core subject for all children and utilizes music as a uh, utilizes music education as a catalyst to improve academic achievement, motivation for school, and self-confidence. I love that because, you know, that's something the arts are always the first thing cut. Always. Always. And I think it's so important. Also, even if you have no interest or desire, and some people don't even know it until they get older, to be, quote, a creative Everyone is creative somewhere in there yeah. and everyone benefits from look, it's a I release play music to save my life, but that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy it. I'm a Absolutely. huge, I love music. I appreciate it. I found other things in the arts that float my yeah, boat. I but... play several things poorly, but I sure <laughs> jam out at home with my right? karaoke microphone and my kalimba and my ukulele and my the recorder. And God, my... I miss that. Yes. I'm always playing something around here. (laughs) And I am no good, believe me. Hilarious. Sit at the piano and sing. Terrible. Love it. (laughs) Since 2018, Donut Friend has partnered with ETMLA to bring quality music education to Aldama Elementary School in Highland Park. So I love that. They have found an elementary in Highland Park that is a township within Los Angeles County. It is part of LA, but it's like East LA, the Pasadena, uh, Eagle Rock, all of that stuff. It's over that a ways. Sure. Anyways, we will put the links to this. Check out etmla.org. And then also, I'm telling you, you can't go wrong with anything at Donut Friends, but also buy a compassion fruit donut. And you know it's going to a good cause and you will not regret it. I love that. I have yes. I've had Donut Man, not Donut Friend, so I look forward to. Oh, other... Donut Man's good. I've yeah, had him too. Had some good gourmet donuts. Yep. Thank you, the... Jessica. Yes. I love it so much. Thank you. <laughs> you know what's funny is that I noticed myself like straying from looking at you and trying to figure out what was going on behind me because we have these frozen screens. If you watched our first video. Like, I have terrible internet. I don't know why, uh, Verizon, because you claim you have great 5G and it's a lie. Uh, it was great for a minute. And then like three months ago, all of a sudden they were like, nope, no more 5G, even though we tell you 5G, but mm-hmm. it won't work very often, even on the 405. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we, I totally lost track of what I was even saying. You said you weren't looking up at me and you were getting distracted. Because behind me. So we have this frozen frame. It looks thing. like there's a man, like a tall figure. It looks like there's figure. a man back there. Yep. I thought there was a man standing back there because yep. what's actually in my hallway right now is a th- angrily thrown eight foot by eight foot screen that I <laughs> take my auditions in front of <laughs> <laughs> because it makes me hate my home and not want to be here. 
Yes. So I threw it in the hallway because I've been trying for two years to learn how to fold that thing up and I can't. Mm-hmm. I have to wait for Dan Tipton to fold it. It's too big. It launches me across the room. I know. And I ain't tiny. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, if I looked weird, Jessica, like I wasn't listening, it's because I thought there was a grown man standing behind me in my home. (laughs) But kudos to me for not freaking out and screaming. I just handled the situation. Indeed. I looked to see what was going on, registered that I was safe and crazy, Mm -hmm. and kept going. And then talk about it for 25 minutes. Jessica. Same. I think that's our show. I think it is. Oh, my God. I enjoy you immensely. I I promise. I promise you guys. I'm not like an angry, dangerous person for the bulk of my life. I promise. (laughs) But this just feels like a good avenue to get it out. I don't see anybody. So I'd rather take it out on your face than my kid or something. (laughs) <laughs> then make my kid run a marathon with me. <laughs> okay. Crazy down. Can you imagine? Take him to Donut Friend instead. <laughs> Thank you. I'll eat 26 donuts happily. <laughs> you will at this point. I mean, it's... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what they're doing over there, but it's some Willy Wonka magic. That's some all magic, I Some magic? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica, do you want to tell people how to get a hold of us one more time? Sure. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Rants and Raves Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Raves underscore The. Send us a direct email anytime. The Rants and Raves Podcast at gmail.com or go to our website, hit the contact button, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. I love that. Uh, Jessica, at the end of the show, we usually like to share with people if we're watching Mm -hmm. anything that's really good, they should check out or have seen anything or heard anything. You got anything to report? Nope. Other than the end of the final season of Ozark, I'm in the last half there's only seven episodes i think and i've seen four. Oh my god it's so good i have never watched the ozarks because it portrays my home in a poor light and also because i couldn't be more authentic and have never auditioned for that show (laughs) (laughs) so there's my song do you know what's crazy? Apparently, they film it at Lake Lanier, which is a man-made lake outside of Atlanta that yeah, I, I grew up going Atlanta. to all the time. I knew it shot in Atlanta, but I can't believe it. Yeah. So but I yes, it. I, um, one of these days I do want to check out Lake of the Ozarks. It's beautiful. It really uh-huh. is. Table Rock, actually, to me, is more beautiful than Lake of the Ozarks. Lake yeah. of the Ozarks sometimes gets a little too party heavy and dirty. Yeah. Well, Lake Lanier is like that too. Um, Table Rock still, you can kind of, I mean, don't get me wrong. They tie boats together and party for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's Party Cove and all that, but it's just really beautiful. And there's a, there's like a five-star restaurant on the top of an Ozark that overlooks it. That's really pretty. Oh, wow. I've never eaten there because I'm poor, but (laughs) it's supposed to be really nice. Well, five-star, I only go there when someone's treating. Okay. 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 Uh. I happened to watch a couple of things, which is abnormal for me. (laughs) (laughs) I watched um, The Staircase on HBO with Colin Mm -hmm. Firth and Tony Collette. Mm -hmm. Let me just say, if you like crime content, if you're not upset by that, I think most people are pretty familiar with the story 
a man was accused of killing his wife. There's a lot that goes in and on behind it. Mm -hmm. There was an actual documentary made during all of it, which I saw a couple years ago. It's an older, because this happened a few years ago. Mm -hmm. So you can watch that. But then Colin Firth and Tony Collette, the entire cast is amazing. This is what I said to my friend about it. It is so good. The cinematography is absolutely breathtaking. Mm -hmm. There's some cool stuff in there. The writing is so good with transitions and timelines, how creative it, it's done, that mm. it made me, made me jealous that I didn't write it myself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's a litmus for me. Like <laughs> if I if something is so good that I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't write that. That's right. amazing. That's <laughs> how selfish is that? <laughs> but I do, I get jealous. I'm like, I wish my brain worked that way, mm-hmm. you know? And then I also said, and the performances are stellar. Tony Collette does the fall down the staircase in a way that, is painful to watch and made me go, oh, I guess I could maybe see that. I still think the guy's guilty, but, you know, mm-hmm. I guess nobody knows. He Listen, a defense came out at some point that was like, oh, maybe an owl flew in the house and knocked her down the street. Probably up. not. I doubt it. Okay? <laughs> it's a oh, sad story. I- he destroyed his whole family, bled the family dry with these huge lawyers and whatever. Anyway, but it's a great um, – it's a limited series, actually, if you want to watch it. <sighs> then I watched something older that I had never seen before, and you can see it on Netflix, and it's called Oats Studio Volume 1. And hmm. it is, do you remember that movie District 9? Oh, God, I loved it. So did I. And the guy that wrote it and starred in it, Neil Klombluff or something like yes. that. I can't remember how to say his name. Anyway, he wrote these. There's six or eight of them, and they are oh. short films. And they were created to practice uh, visual effects. Oh. So, but they are high quality, high oh, production I see. value. The first one has Sigourney Weaver in it. And uh, when it ended, I screamed out loud, no, because I needed to know what happened. So <laughs> yes. And then Dakota Fanning's in one that's pretty amazing. Several, a couple of them are weird and just short little snippet things that you're yeah. like, okay, I guess they wanted to try something specific. But anyway. Few of them are real good. If you like that sci-fi, maybe a little horror bent to it, real good. Mm-hmm. Oats Studio Volume One on Netflix. Interesting. And then before we get out of here, I just want to say I love you immensely. Thank you again to our listeners who have sent us some things recently. Yes. I will be in contact with your butts to say thank you. <laughs> um, and I have a point to ponder for the week. This is kind of about how, you know, the the public, the the public, and maybe our parents, and maybe our teachers, people lie to us, Jessica, and we Mm -hmm. believe it. We believe it our whole lives. Yep. We don't question it. It's just a fact in our minds, but it's a lie in reality. Did you know that camel humps are devoid of water? What? Uh, what have you been taught your whole life about camel humps? That that's how they can make it through weeks in the desert, that they're storing it like a cactus in the humps and lumps on their back. Let me tell you that camel's humps are not for storing water. They're for <sighs> insulation and food storage. The hump is almost all fat, which regulates body temperature and serves as an alternative fuel what? source when they're wandering for days at a time with no food in sight. So where do they store their water? Right in their bloodstream. Lies. My whole life. 
I thought you were going to say in their salivary glands since they like to spit so much. They do spit a lot. No, in their bloodstream, it says camel humps are void of water. So there, I just (sighs) I'd like to be a camel, have my body uh, feed itself from my fat reserves. And have my fat reserves just be on one spot on my body. Maybe I could hide it. Okay. As long as I don't have to turn. Turn around. This way. I'll have a camel hump on my back as long as nobody can see me from behind. <laughs> just For real. <laughs> all right. That's a lot of the craziness I've got for today because I got to save some for my family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love you, Jessica. I love you, too. <laughs> we'll be back next week. We will. Bye. Bye.